Welcome back to the Coming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jack Misuk. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of how to become next on scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guests, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started that also can definitely incorporate into some self-care. I feel like this is a really popular topic my guests and I chat about today, which we'll get more into on the show. But I think when it comes to visibility, there is a lot of imposter syndrome around putting yourself out there and how you're showing up. Is it too much? Are you posting too much? Are you not posting at all? And I think that this is real real things that people don't talk about enough. And my best advice is, is we all have something to inspire one person with. We do. This is why we're all here. We're all here to inspire each other and grow. And if you have something that you feel the need to share, it's really important that you share it because it means that one person is meant to hear what you have to say. And by not sharing it, you're preventing your gifts to other people that can help them grow and flourish. So when you grow and flourish, they grow and flourish. And sometimes it's not always in the exact way you expect it to be, but it ends up being better than you thought. So um, that is my marketing and self-care tip of the day. And I cannot wait to see what doors open up for you um, when you really start to stand in your confidence and know what you bring to the table. So I can't wait to hear your feedback on that. I'm so excited now to bring on my amazing guest, Alina Pinto. She is an incredible content creator and she comes with a very awesome news background. So she really has a unique take in terms of content creation and how she is helping so many different businesses and brands get out there in the lifestyle space. So if you are looking for your next adventure, next restaurant, things to do around um, the New England area, she is your go-to source for that. So I can't wait for you to meet her and um, stay tuned for the amazing Alina Pinto. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Coming next on scene, everybody. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Elena Pinto. She is one incredible content creator with an amazing news background. Elena, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on, Jackie. Of course. So excited to have you. So you have such an incredible background. Like, please share a little bit about like what inspired you to become a content creator and what were you doing prior to content creation? Well, I have always had a love for exploring and seeing new things out in the world. I'm originally from Ohio. So I moved over to the New England area, fresh out of college. I went to a school also in Ohio, and I got my first career job at a news station in Burlington, Vermont. And at the time in Vermont, there was nothing happening, no bad news. And so I was the morning lifestyle reporter, and I essentially made my own news. So I would get like people up early in the morning, part of a new business to tell people about their new business, whether it's like aerial yoga, or they just open, you know, like a dog washing center. And we were teaching people how to de-skunk dogs. Like sometimes we were live on air zip lining because Arbor track was like super cool and something to do in the fall. And so a whole bunch of different things happened. I loved it. It was sort of like, harnessing, you know, what the Today Show is out, you know, in like big network land, but super hyper local. 
Um, when I was growing up, I loved the Today Show. I loved how much fun they had. I loved that it was like happy news. And that's really what I wanted to do in life. So starting in Vermont and having that opportunity was amazing. But I needed a little bit more. Moved to Boston and switched it up and took a traffic reporting job. Paid a lot more. But the reporting aspect was a lot more mundane and sad. You know, Expressway is always going to be bad in the morning. It was just bad news every single day. Um, Worked my way up into morning um, anchor. And long story short, was fired in October 2020. You can look that story up online. And from there, I, you know, was like, okay, what's next for me? And I always you know, loved adventuring, being from Ohio, being in this area that is so full of things to do, whether it's, you know, museum or, you know, history tour or a hike in, you know, New Hampshire or something, or maybe it's going to an amazing beach. Like I, I just loved living here and I loved seeing as much as I could. And, you know, originally I was telling people all of these cool things you know, in Ohio, because people were following me from Ohio, like friends, you know, college, sorority sisters, my mom. And I was like, come visit me. Look at all of this cool stuff out here. Like, let's hang out. And um, then it just sort of snowballed. And I kept doing that, but doing it like very like relaxed, like just natural, organic, genuine, like what I was actually doing here, not on the news. Right. And I aspired. I was like, I can keep doing this people do this. They do the influencing. They do the content creating. I can do this too. And I, you know, had the editing background from being a multimedia journalist. When I first started in Burlington, Vermont, I had, you know, on-air presence. I knew how to tell a story. I was like, we got this. And so uh, it was a lot of, you know, longer days with my fiance. And at the time it was 2020. So it was a lot of outdoor activities and like we're getting takeout and we're taking it to this beautiful park and that's where we're having takeout. And maybe we'll go into this store that is open. We'll, you know, with our masks on, what what have you. And um, I was working on YouTube videos and it was very exhausting, long format videos, like seven minutes long. I was like, uh-uh. But at the same time, TikToks were becoming a big thing. Reels were becoming a big thing on Instagram. And I'm like, let's, you know, have less stress in our lives and make these 30 second to one minute videos about the same thing, but like one piece or maybe like the full itinerary, but we're like really condensing it and it's a lot more manageable. And so I just started creating more and more of those. I was also working a side hustle, giving spray tans at a studio um, near my house because I needed to pay the bills. I love and it. I didn't have like, you know, all a, a big portfolio, if you will, yet. And so I didn't really have the confidence to be like, you should pay me money to make these videos for your business. And I was just making and making and making and spray tanning and spray tanning and spray tanning. And finally, I was confident enough to you know, reach out to businesses, ask for a little bit of money or the businesses is reaching out to me and they're like, we love the videos you're making. Will you come make a video for our restaurant, museum, you know, place, our town? And I was like, yes, but I will do it for money because this is technically advertising and I'm, you know, the production aspect and, you know, I'm one person and, 
I need to pay the bills and this is like real. And I, you know, started just asking for money and people now pay me to make videos and it's really cool. And it still feels very genuine because it's super selective, um, on my end and, um, it's fun and I can't believe this is my life now. So So there you have it. That's like, That was a good summary. That was a really good summary. So in terms of like when you, when you work with somebody to completion, like how on, how long does that process usually take? Well, it starts with an email. I like to have a phone call because sometimes it's just nice to hear another person's passion over the phone, um, or FaceTime or Zoom. And, um, from there we, you know, set up a date. We sort of decide like, okay, what type of video is going to be right for this concept? Is it going to have voiceover? Is it going to be, you know, are you a hotel and do you want me to showcase the area that your hotel is around? Um, is it just a voiceover of this one experience? So we sort of narrow it down. I kind of decide what I think is going to be right and do well and make sense. And I sort of pitch it that way. And then, you know, from there we set a date. I'm usually going off on my own doing these things with my trusty, you know, tripod and, um, (laughs) or my fiance or sometimes a friend if, you know, it's a weekend or a later afternoon. And, um, it hasn't been until recently where I've been really debating, hiring an assistant who has time to come with me on these shoots and like be, you know, my videographer slash bestie during the day. Because For sure. That's real though. That's real growth, by the way. That's awesome. That's an exciting place to be. Because mm-hmm. I know with that comes like a lot of trust too, right? Because you're basically opening the door to like your life with them. Yes. Yes. Um, and then, you know, after the shoot day, which is sometimes an all day thing, especially for creating an itinerary video, because I have to go participate, decide, you know, what I want to say about the experience or a restaurant or, you know, hotel that I stayed in and, um, like live it. So I have the right words to tell people how I feel about it. And, um, that can take all day. And after that day is over, I will either edit it the next day or sometimes the next day is also a shoot day. It just kind of depends on what the calendar is, but I try to make a couple of editing days in my week. And editing can take, you know, anywhere from an hour and a half to, you know, maybe even three hours, just depending on like, what the content actually is. And I always, always, you know, want the other brand to like what I'm creating and be okay with what I'm posting in the world. So sometimes I send it to them and they, you know, ask for additional edits or to change one thing or to add another thing. And so then I'm, you know, editing it a second time. Um, And then like, this is so silly, but like posting can take, you know, another half an hour or so, which is so silly, but like you have to make the right caption and create the right cover photo. And I'm crazy. And I'm like, I make my cover photos on my computer with like graphics and things. And I like pick the perfect thumbnail to line it up. And I'm like very tedious about that. Some people don't do that, but I am like artsy weird. And like, I want things to be perfect. Um, Aries energy. I don't know. But um, that takes time too. And then after that, you know, you want the video to do well. And they say you need to respond to comments. And sometimes I have time to respond to comments. And other times I'm like running off to the next thing. But always later in the day, at some point, I'll find, you know, 
15 to 20 minutes to like go through, comment back to some people that have questions or, you know, have something to say. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad you like it, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you do it all again for the next video that comes out. So, so you like in terms of like the posting dates though, from like booking, is it like, cause I remember we had chatted and you booked like a month out plus, right? So like, how does that work on average for a business? Like I am booked <laughs> and busy, booked and busy. This is August and it's bananas. And September is going to be the same way, but like, you know, the biggest thing is like going out there and doing the actual shoot because it takes all day and I'm driving somewhere. And sometimes I'm driving to New Hampshire or Connecticut or like, you know, even if it's just Western Massachusetts, it's still time because traffic is bananas. I know that for sure at one point in time, but wow. I mean, a couple of weeks because I do have a, you know, a backlog of videos too, that also need to be posted. So even if I have the video completed, it still is added to a list. And that list is right now, it's, you know, a couple of videos deep that I have to get out. So, I mean, like this week is already planned. Next week is halfway planned. And I have a couple of videos I need to edit today and a couple of videos I want to edit, you know, later this week, just because fall's coming up and I'm like, I need to tell people my favorite fall towns to visit in New England. I would be crazy not to. I have been to so many of them. So I'm like, I need to make that one. But that one is just, you know, for me, genuine, like, let's help the people out and not gatekeep, essentially. Right. Um, <laughs> so it, it's like the the tasks are never ending. But you, you can make your own schedule. So these are the pros of not working for somebody else anymore, right? So you talk about the pros. Yes. I... Like tomorrow, I have a beach day scheduled for myself. And I'm very much so looking forward to it. Although I do have like a phone call I have to make before that. I have to still post tomorrow. And I have to do a couple of other things as well. But I'm going to the beach. I've carved out, carved out my time midday. It's going to be sunny and 77 degrees. Like perfect beach weather. So I do love the freedom. I love being my own boss. I love wearing my hair how I want to and wearing whatever whatever clothing I want to and not have somebody telling me, you know, you have to wear your hair straight every single day or like blow it out or whatever. And so that's really nice. Um, and, you know, like we're leaving Friday early in the morning to go down to Connecticut for a wedding that I have that weekend. But while we're in Connecticut, I'm like, let's go to, you know, Mystic or Madison and like check it out. And then, you know, maybe I like the town and tell people about it and think they should go there. And so it's so just, cool. I love Mystic, by the way, it is so awesome over there. So, so yeah, we've been to it once before, but in the fall and, um, we need to go and spend like an entire day there. So fun. They have a really cute town and stuff there too. Like a downtown. Oh, good. So so. I'm going to, I'll follow, I'll follow for some updates. But. but yeah. So even though like, yes, I create my own schedule. Like my life is content. Like my life is the content. So it's like a never ending cycle of like, we're going, we're living, we're capturing the moment. We're telling people about this place because it's cool. And I want people to know about this place so they can go and enjoy it as well. For sure. So, so your specialties are like experiences, like places people should go, places people should eat, right? Would you say that that's like your specialty? I want people to get off of their couch, get out into the world in any season and enjoy life because life's too short. And, you know, we might not have tomorrow. So even if it's like 
you know, we're working nine to five, but like, what are we doing after five? Like what's happening that we can go to? Like, even if it's just taking a walk in the neighborhood or like going to the nearby nature trails or, you know, having a dinner at some place that's new. Like I, I just want people to love life. I love that. And what would you say is like your favorite social platform out of all the places you post and spend the most time or? Ooh, I'm an Instagram girly. That's the bread and butter. TikTok is sort of my forgotten, you know, like afterthought type of social media platform. I personally get sucked into TikTok too. (laughs) So I think that's why I limit my time on it. And um, I post first on Instagram. And then what I do is like, I post second on TikTok, but like the caption is much less and the work into it. Like I don't, I'm not like crazy about picking the very, very perfect sound. And the cover photo is more relaxed and whatnot. But a lot of the content is similar. I do think that some people are only on TikTok and some people are only on Instagram. Totally. Um, and so I, um, I, I use both Facebook. I don't go on Facebook at all. Um, but I still like double post sometimes on Instagram if the opportunity is there. Right. For sure. Um, My mom will be like, Elena, you need to get back on Facebook because your sister-in-law posted cute pictures of of your nephew. And I'm like, oh shoot. And then I'll do like a deep dive into seeing like what the (laughs) but yeah. That's okay though. It's it's all I think it is more family focused unless you're in groups. I mean I think that I think groups are really big on Facebook, truthfully. Yes. I um I am part of a couple of groups on Facebook. One of them is like a newscaster's closet where newscasters will sell their dresses. How and cool. I sold a bunch of them. I'm like, I'm not going to wear these anymore. I'm out of the news land. Like let's, let's clean out the closet. That is so fun. Yeah, it's great. So. <laughs> it me like a Poshmark concept kind of, right? I'm obsessed with Poshmark. Yeah, I, I love Poshmark too. That's another app where I'll just keep scrolling. I'm like, let's yeah. find a deal. Like how cheap yeah. can I find these shoes for? You know? So fun. So yeah, you can definitely get lost in that app for sure. I'm curious too on your take in terms of like getting found by by brands and companies. Like, do you think hashtags have something to do with that? Like, what is your take on, on outside of outreach and finding ones that you want to work with? I feel like hashtags are important. I'm hearing though, like, you know, before it was like, post as many hashtags as you can. Now they're like, post five, post three. You don't need that many. And then I'm hearing too, that when you're uploading, so I make all of my text overlays, like the text that you see on screen, I make them in an outside app because I find that Instagram crashes too much and I don't want to pull my hair out. And so I make them separately. So they're already in the video. They look like Instagram captions, but Instagram doesn't recognize those text on screen as words because they're already in the video. So I think it's important to also add in text through the app so that Instagram picks up on that word that you have included, like through the texting, you know, software in the app. And they're like, okay, she said best places in Boston. We're going to feed these to Boston people. She said 11 activities in Quincy. We're going to feed these to the Quincy people. Mm -hmm. And I find success in that. I just started doing that recently and some of the videos have taken off. And then, oh my gosh, there are some times when I forget to do that and I'm like, oh no. Can you not do it after it's posted? Is that why? You can't do it after it's posted. But, you know, the video still does fairly well. But I feel like, could it have reached more? 
you know? That's good to know. Like that's yeah. good, is that even like you for your own analytics? Like, obviously it does make a difference. Right. But I know like a lot of people are using like CapCut, Splice to edit their videos together and whatnot. And they also have text too in these two apps. But what I do is, so I put the text, you know, in through Instagram and then I hide it. Like you can take it all the way to the side of the screen and it's hidden, but it's still there. And Instagram huh. will pick up on it. I wow. I heard it, you know, I the TikToks that I watch a lot. Yes, for like sure. Instagram hacks. TikTok sure. hacks. How to make your videos go further. And so it makes so- sense though, because if you think about Google images and Google videos, you have to save them with something that would allow them to find the things. And yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Thank yeah. you for sharing that nugget of advice. Very cool. So. Yeah. So cool. So what is like a big goal you have for yourself this year? Yes. My goals this year were to get to Connecticut and to get to Rhode Island because I feel like I've left them out in my New England adventures. I, you know, used to live in Vermont. So I'm very familiar with Vermont. I love the hiking. I love hiking in New Hampshire. And I just feel like, you know, on weekends, like I want to get those vertical steps in. So I tend to go up north. Um, and I also love Maine. Like every time I go to Maine, I'm just like, oh, this is like the cutest place ever. And I just want to go back to see all the other cutest place ever in Maine. But <laughs> in that life, I've left out Connecticut and Rhode Island. So when I was invited to this wedding, this very coming weekend, I was like, perfect. We're going to make it a thing. That's and, awesome. um, we're making it a thing. So getting to Connecticut, um, Rhode Island will happen Eventually. I've been to Rhode Island. Like before I was telling people everything about everything I do, you know, I've been to Newport, I've been to Narragansett, to I think Kingstown. Um, I was just in Richmond. I've been to Providence. Like I've been to all these places. I just like wasn't in full content creator mode. I was For in, like, sure. enjoying the time. Mostly. I love it. I went to University of Rhode Island. So like I have you a spot are- for Rhode Island for sure. Yeah. yeah. So great things there. I mean, my favorite thing in Rhode Island, we went to Bristol and um, there's this like Blythe mansion and gardens. And in the springtime, the daffodils are so beautiful. They have thousands, probably hundreds of thousands, maybe. I don't know. They're everywhere in this property. And it's just like such a magical place. But I need to get back to take the video to tell the people about it. For sure. For sure. It will work out in the perfect time. It will. And the fall, honestly, is a good time to go there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, Rhode Island's on the list. And then overall, my goal for this year was to reach 75,000 followers. And right now I'm at like 71, I think. So we're getting there. Oh, girl. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. cool. So what, so, okay. How, how do I want to, what advice would you give to somebody that's interested in becoming an influencer? Like what are things they should really think about? Because I think People think they can do it and then they realize there's so much work involved because there is, it literally becomes a full-time job. Yes. It becomes a full-time job. And so I would say mentally prepare, you know, because I'm I'm assuming you're also working another full-time job or at least a part-time job while you're trying to make this influencing thing happen. So just mentally prepare for long days. I was busting my butt, you know, all of 2021, 2022, trying to make this happen. And um, there were some days where I would like work until nine, but like also start the day at 730. And I'm just like doing things all day long. And um, I really put like physical health, mental health on the back burner those two years I shouldn't have. 
but I made sure I ate really well. I was like, if I can like do one thing for my body, it's controlling like the food that I'm getting in my system. And so I was like, kale all day, like kale, kale. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, just figure, but like also like probably don't do that. Like physical activity is important and mental health is important. So like make sure you do carve out times for those because ooh, it was stressful at some points. And I feel like now I am incorporating more physical activity into my life and feeling so much better. But okay, find a schedule that works for you. And maybe work a little, just a little bit more. Like you, you can do it. You know, if you really want something like you can do it. So keep going. Don't stop. On that note, I will say again, don't stop. Because I feel like at the beginning of this, I was like, what am I doing? Who am I? Like, this is stupid. Do people care? Like imposter syndrome for real. And so I would just say like, delete the negative energy from your life. If you have friends and if you have family that are like, what are you doing? Like, no, thank you. You know what you're doing. (laughs) Keep going. And don't let the haters like rain on your parade, you know, pop up that umbrella and just keep on going. And then I would also say too, like, you know, if, if you love social media, like sometimes you can get sucked into like the scrolling and the watching and then the comparing starts to happen. And I would just say there's enough room in influencer content creation land for so many more people. It's going, it's, you know, billions of dollars are in this industry right now. And I know that that's going to keep going. And so I would just say there is room for you. Stop comparing yourself to somebody else. If you also feel like you are knowledgeable and, you know, this one category that you're seeing a lot of other people also harnessing the power of or telling people about, like, don't let that stop you from also telling people about your knowledge because people connect with people and maybe somebody will connect with you more so than they connect with somebody else. Or, you know, you reach like the correct, like the, the perfect demographic. And they're like, oh my God, you're my person. But on that note, people do connect with people. And so I would say that to really make it in content creator influencer land, you do have to be comfortable being on camera. And and that can start with just being like, you know, like a wave. And then maybe you do the voiceover like at another time or like even better, people love when people talk directly to the camera. Totally. I, to make that streamline. I sometimes use a little prompter app, especially if I have like information to tell people. If I'm like, hey, everyone, this event is happening at this time, at this place, you know, wear this, do this, like it is this. I'm like, I can't remember all of those things. So mm-hmm. I have a little prompter app. That's my little hack. There's a ton of them out there. And and that can help, like also help with like the jitters. And like, I come from prompter land. Like I was in news world. So like that just comes naturally to me. But it's nice to just have like bullet points up too if you are talking to the camera. Um, But anyway, I just feel like people really like that. They like, they want to see someone's face. They want to be like, oh, like she looks trustworthy. She looks, I like her outfit, you know, like I like what she's saying. She doesn't say, um, every two seconds or whatever it is. Uh, And, you know, I think those are real things to consider. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think so. Imposter syndrome, delete. Stop comparing, be you, and be you on camera. I love that. That was was perfect. Thank you. All right. So how can people reach out to you to collaborate, follow you on social media, all the things? So my, I have two emails because Google Drive, I'm like sharing so much through Google Drive. I I use Gmail. So it's just Elena Pinto at Gmail or Pinto Elena at Gmail, whatever you want. 
at Elena Pinto on like all platforms and you know, they can slide into my DMS, but I'm going to make them send me an email because I'm so much more organized on my computer, my laptop, and I can like save things and like mark things as unread. Whereas like a DM, I'm like, Ooh, a DM, I'm going to open that. Like, what does that say? And then I forget. I'm like, yes, perfect. But it's the weekend and I'm like busy doing a thing or like I'm out on an itinerary shoot and I'm like, Ooh, a DM at lunch. And I'm like, Oh, this sounds awesome but send me an email. So like we can actually set up a time to talk about this and like make something happen. I love it. Is there anything you want to put out there? Like a people you're looking to connect with in terms of adventures you want to take on or? Yes, I'm down for anything. I, uh, <laughs> I feel like, you know, in like hospitality land, you know, there's a big like, you know, stop, stop advertising in newspapers, stop advertising in magazines. Well, Except if you're advertising in Jackie's magazine. Selena, thank you. Thank you. But you know what I mean? Like, l- let's shift from maybe TV news marketing and like harness the power of social media marketing. I think like that's also so much more fun because you actually get a number back. I mean, maybe you do from TV or maybe you do from like newspapers. I'm not sure how it's they- way more trackable probably through social, right? Yes. Like we know how many people have viewed it, how many people have shared it, how many people have saved it. And that is potential business. Or even if not, it's like just awareness of your brand. It's like your hotel name, your experience is out there. It's on someone else's lips. And then those lips are going to be like, oh my God, I just heard about this thing that's like happening at, you know, the lane is only So, you know, maybe send a DM. And they'll switch it to email and, uh, you know, you might, you might be happier and also like, it might be cheaper. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea what TV ads cost and what newspaper ads cost, but me neither. So it's all good. It's very different than my, cause I run my own show. So I just make up my own things. Yeah. Yeah. I love Um, it. And also too, like, I would just say to like any brands, like just be patient. Um, because a lot of times like these content creators and influencers that are just one person and they're doing a million things. And like, if they don't get back to you for like, you know, a week or so, it's not because they hate you. It's because they're like overwhelmed. And they Thank like- Thank you are- for sharing that. That is so true. It's like, that ties into any industry, honestly. I think people are just so busy and people think they reach out once and then if you don't respond, it's done. So can you actually share like a fo- what's a good enough follow-up for you? Like how many times and then like don't be on a certain point? Yes, um, I love a follow-up because I am like bananas and I just have like a different like personality. So if like, and also too, if you really want to work with me, sometimes a follow-up is like nice and I'll be like, okay, they mean business. Like they really want to do something together. I'm going to send them an email right now and be like, Hey, sorry, overwhelmed. Like let's set up a time to talk on the phone. And then it might be two weeks from now or it might be a but month. Still, from now. Right. Like, still, you know, um, I think a follow-up is totally acceptable. Maybe give me like, maybe give me a week. I don't know. But That's if you're good. like, if you're really, if you really, really want to make it happen, you really think our brands would align or like whoever you're reaching out to, if you think your brand will align with them, then like, just, just go, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say also too, like, if I respond to you and like, maybe I'm asking for like too much money, like don't ghost me, just be like, you're out of, you're out of our marketing budget. And, and that's okay. Like, I want to know that too. And I will not be mad. And like, maybe we can work together in the future, but like, I don't know if I respond to you, just, just respond to me back. Yeah. 
love that. No, great nuggets. This has been so awesome. Thank you, Elena. Everyone follow Elena Pinto on Instagram and TikTok and definitely reach out through email. I will put all that in the blog too. So thank you for coming on today. This is awesome. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene and stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Thank you.